I was there. I don't have to listen to it. <laughs> this week's show because it was a disaster. When you live in a beach resort, it's easy to forget whether you are playing or working. On each week's show, we settle in with a cocktail and try to figure out if there is a difference. This is Day Drinking on Delmarva. And I am Todd from GoodCleanFunLife.com. And I'm Tony Russo, no relation, and you're listening to Day Drinking on Delmarva, a podcast about life and the history and the culture of the Delmarva Peninsula with me and Todd. Todd drinks because he gets to live here. I drink because I have to live here. <laughs> uh, I have uh, a little story that I, I want to write. I can't really kind of find the way to put it. Um, and I may have even mentioned it last week. I've, 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 I haven't given up drinking, but I've had, I had a, I had a little bit of a stomach issue, so I didn't drink. I haven't really had a drink. I haven't had any regular drinks since like November, like, you know, okay. here and there one night, you know, one night I'll have a drink, but you know, I haven't, I haven't had a drink three nights in a row since November. Let's say that. And, uh, I wanted to say I haven't fallen off the wagon. I just got down and stretched my legs a little bit. And mm-hmm. uh, but the best part uh, or the weirdest part was that for the first time in my life, I felt I, I got a cold and I'm like, ooh, that means I get to have whiskey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, now you can take the uh, you can you, you can you can pretend to be to be a wagoneer all you want, but you're just waiting, waiting for the right opportunity right. Uh, to uh, to enjoy a little bit of whiskey. And when the weather broke this uh, this past weekend, I had to have a cigar and a glass of whiskey and I enjoyed it very, very much. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was telling somebody just recently about your your whiskey medicine for uh, for the, the cure for the common cold. Yeah, I mean, people think so my 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 wife's buddy was over and he thought that I was kidding um, until he saw me pour, pour literally an ounce. He's like, oh, you're you really are just going to have a drop of that. I'm like, yep, just one drop an hour. Yeah. Keeps your head clear and keeps you functional. You don't get drunk. I mean, I mean, I guess if you're if you're little or and you and or you never drink. I mean, right. a guy, a guy my size and with my liver's capacity, you know, an ounce an hour isn't going <laughs> to. Yeah, that's that's homeostasis. I, yeah, no, I could I could I could take an ounce <laughs> a, a, an hour and I don't know, drive the police commissioner around town. I, I don't know what I'm supposed to say there, yeah. um, but so much fun of things to get to. This week, after promising and failing last year to do this, I've put together some history stories that I want to talk about at the end, if there's time. But first, we have to have to get to have our first commercial and our commercial. Our sponsors are companies that we like. um, And that is this week, us uh, and uh, and goodcleanfunlife.com. Yeah. Um, we're actually making a, a bit of a push to, uh, which we haven't done in the last couple of years to actually find some new clients and, and, and maybe look to expand a little bit more. We're very fortunate that we've always been able to kind of just be word of mouth. Um, but you know, the, the, the state of, uh, the economy being how it is and, and that sort of thing and us not really raising prices and, yeah, I mean, not that we've gotten comfortable, but I think it's good to to challenge and, and do new things. So, you know, a couple of the new things, I've, I, 
I've talked about in the past uh, couple months, um, like, you know, doing just like changing up different methodologies of some of the things that we offer. Of course, websites, digital marketing, pr- uh, media production are what we hang our hat on. But doing more things like working with lighting and uh, headshots. And actually, Natalie has taken a job um, and is doing product photography, which, you know, all of these are are similar. And we have the skill set and the tools to be able to, you know, just do something a little a, a little different. Um, so, yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're making a little bit of a push to see what businesses are out there that might be looking for some help with in any of those areas and uh, and letting those businesses know that there's there's really not a whole lot that we can't do or at least um and of course we're always going to be honest if it's like somebody who wants a first person drone flight right. you know like no, that's 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 a highly skilled thing but um drone shots headshots product shots uh website Squarespace, even, you know, helping you get uh, whatever you need for your business together. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're looking to take a crack at it. And we've had some good response so far. On the headshots, um, I, I normally wouldn't ask, but you may want to start promoting one of my um, Bagel Manifesto podcasts about, oh, yes. about obituary headshots. Because that's always been, headshots has always been a thing for me. Um, one of the challenges for being a reporter down here at the beach, when I was a reporter down here at the beach is, you know, you meet these real estate agents and the real estate agents have their headshots in the newspaper and they have the same headshots that they had in there when they were in their twenties. And you may, you know, you meet this 60 year old guy and you're like, who are you? And he's like, I'm your biggest advertiser. You're my face is like, that's not the face on, on, on the top of the ad. The face on top of the ad is. 30 pounds lighter and 40 pounds younger. So, yeah. you know, spring for it. A couple yeah. hundred dollars for a headshot you absolutely need. And I always feel uh, part of my job now is I, I end up looking at a lot of obituaries. Um, yeah. And I always feel just a little, I, I, I don't judge anyone, but I do sure. feel a little bad when someone's, you know, someone's obituary photo was clearly cut with a scissors out of the last snapshot taken of them which was 20 years ago and they're like yeah yeah they like just finished putting down a hamburger they're spitting food out of their mouth and it's like you know and of course there's the other side the people who get the overproduced headshots which is at least an artistic choice you know there are there if you have like these you know these mottled gray backgrounds and you know you're glowing a little bit i don't love it but at yeah. least, you know, at least at least you made the effort, you know, no accounting for taste. Right. Um, but the I, I'm actually getting ready. I was I got a I didn't get a bad haircut. I didn't get a great haircut. Right. I was chatting and not paying attention. And I just probably just gave the barber poor instructions. So my hair is a lot shorter then we were we were talking my hair has been growing very long yeah and yeah uh, i had her thin it out too much and it's still as long but there's just so much less of it um that i'm not ready for a, for a headshot yet but i want a long hair headshot in the next couple of weeks uh right. for that reason just it's time it's been it's been almost two years and you know two years is too long i think every year you know maybe for your birthday you know treat yeah. yourself to a birthday headshot 
Um, and the other thing is that if you if you are a, if you are a business owner and you have like a, like a like an about us page, those shouldn't be phone snapshots of people you know at the bar. You know, I mean, right. everybody have a seat. Take get get a nice headshot. Pow 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 pow. Takes ten minutes. Get them all put up. It's uniform, and it looks so much more professional for the little bit of investment on on the front end for it. There's there's really no and, excuse. And I, it, it well, you touched on it, but I think it's something uh, that I feel like we've talked about before. It's even something you can do as sort of like a little treat yourself, right? I, yeah, you, know, you, you have you have a professional. Uh, whose job it is to make you look good, right? They're going to yeah. make you look good. And, uh, and you know, and then if you have a business and you have a team, yeah, you want consistency across the pictures. And then you're also, there's also a cost, a cost savings. It's like, all right, everybody come in, you know, four o'clock on Thursday. Um, uh, don't schedule any meetings. We're going to have a guy here. It's going to take an hour. You're going to come into the conference room. We're going to squeeze off a couple photos there'll be, you'll have a couple to choose from, but you know, it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good thing to do. And, and you should, you should do it and you should enjoy doing it. Right. You know, mm. you should let the, let your personality um, come through. I mean, like if you're trying to do something more professional you don't want to be a crazy person, but right. you know, I, I think, uh, I think some of the best things that I've seen are, you know, you have like the professional picture. I mean, the, you know, the lawyers and the, and the realtors of the world. But then when you have like, I don't know, any business that involves any, you know, tiny bit of creativity, um, you know, to, to have, uh, a, a, you know, a, a picture with you, with your dog or, you know, something, something that just shows a little bit of your personality that can actually bring you out in, in the photo, I think is, uh, I think is always a, a good way to go. But, one of yeah, my favorites I mean, that that my wife took of me was for my beer book, and I had a beer in front of me in the in the shot, and it looked. I mean, I also had you know just bottomed out weight wise, and I was forty six, you know, and it was yeah, yeah, yeah. I had my whole life ahead of me, and it was it was it was a good it was a good photo, but I used it as my professional photo, even though there was a beer in it. I somehow right. cut the beer out because, but the the attitude that having the beer brought the 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 relaxed comportment yes came through in the photo even even when the beer wasn't there so you know you can you can always have them cropped to like you said get a picture with your dog and then if you want to crop out the dog for for non-dog photos that's fine yeah. you're still yeah. going to have the i'm sitting with my dog relaxed look on your face and yeah that, that's really kind of what you're going for and i don't think people realize how much something like that how much their face changes, how much their, you know, your position and comfort level change. Um, I, we, I recently, uh, just this past week, did an interview with the Delaware Restaurant Association and interviewing some of the kids who are involved in um, like a journeyman uh, program to, uh, to, you know, to, to, learn on site with some restaurant groups. And this is through the, the, the culinary Votech school. Um, but it was a, a great apprenticeship program. And I interviewed a handful of uh, teacher at the Votech school, two people who have been through the, the journeyman. And just like with, it doesn't matter what it is, but 
every interview, you know, you sit down and I try to connect with, with people at, at a, at a certain level. And again, I always quote my dear friend, Toasty, the general manager up at the starboard. Um, when anybody says, Oh, I'm so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm so awkward. Um, he, Toasty has always said, Todd's job is to make you look good. And he always does. And, and, and my response is always, it's like when somebody says I'm awkward, uh, what you are saying is that you are unique and you're worried that uh, other people are going to see you as being unique. When in actuality, when people see your uniqueness and can identify with it, you're much more relatable. So, you know, turning that, that concern into really your biggest asset um, in a, uh, in an interview. And of course, picture is a picture, uh, you know, a talking interview is, is a little bit more, uh, can be a little bit more intense, but, uh, yeah, but those, those, there's, there's warming up. I mean, that's why there's when, when I do an interview, I'll do a half an hour interview when I really only need the last 20 minutes, right? You know, the the yeah. first 10 minutes is to get you to forget that we're having an interview and talk to me, you know, yeah. to, to get you off your, 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 uh, or to let you get out. Cause people have like bullet points. Like I want to talk about it. Like, like fine, let's go through yeah. your bullet list so I can ignore it and you can forget about it. And then we can have a conversation. <laughs> And we can talk to the real thing. Right. And, you know, I'll throw the bullets in at the end or whatever, but it's, right. uh, it's not what, it's not what it's about. Um, so yeah. So good, clean, fun, life production. You can find them at good, clean, fun, life productions.com. Mm-hmm. Link in the show notes. <laughs> um, so there are several pieces of breaking news. Um, one, I'll, I'll do the first one first. I'll do the second one first and the first one second. Uh, because last week, um, Ocean City Today, um, former, I'm saying um a lot. I've got to be careful. I'm sorry, guys, because I'm not going to cut it out. Ocean City Today, the uh, record of paper, paper of record for Ocean City, has merged with the dispatch. This is a Hatfield and McCoy kind of wedding. Yeah. And it makes me feel happy inside because I'm not nuts about any of the people involved. And I know that this is a professional bottom for them. And, <laughs> and I think it's great. I think it's yeah. great. Um, so Steve Green, a Berlin resident, neighbor of Todd's, and yep. probably a very nice person. Like I've got it's it's important. I've never spoken with Steve Green. Yeah. Um I wave to him and his family every every Sunday when they're walking the church in the summer. Yeah, very, very nice people. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not I'm taking a shot at his profession, not at not at his person. Um, The dispatch has always been a weird paper. It was always written for incredibly old people. And that was 20 years ago. I don't know. So the 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 dispatch, I'm going to say this. The dispatch is like the French fry place. What says French fry place? I Thrashers. Thrashers, right? It's like I really, I get it's I, I come down, I get a French fry, I get a dispatch, I go to the Purple Moose, yeah, yep. you know, I beat my wife, I go to bed, or whatever your vacation plans are, <laughs> um, and that that that's just it. It 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 is almost more a habitual thing, and their news is fine. Like Sean Soper, I would imagine, is yep. still there. Uh, he's he's a he's a great reporter and 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 a, and a good writer. There's nothing wrong with the paper. I used to make fun of the features a lot because the features were 
just geared for the very, very old. The, the features had a very 1950s kind of uh, sensibility. And as I go through papers from the 1950s, that is, you know, oh, I'm so sorry. That is a very, that is a very kind of make America great again uh-huh. tone. You yeah. know, it's, it's, I know that this is, this is really for, for me and my friends and we get what's going on and there's not a lot of service journalism. It's, it's mostly making sure that the employees in ocean city don't make too much without people screaming. Um, And then on the other side, we have ocean city today. I get a paper for which I work. They purchased the Bayside Gazette, which is, is is still a going concern, right? The Bayside Gazette is still a paper or is it? I do not know. I don't know if they killed it or if they left it alive. I do regret not having my own photos because I'm missing some great photos that mm-hmm. I left on the servers there. Uh, but it was never it was it was it was not pleasant working working for Stuart was unpleasant. I haven't spoken with him. Um, he hasn't actually accepted my resignation yet. That's oh, the kind so of, you still work there. If I well, like. they stopped paying me, so probably not. Um <laughs> I, but you know, it, it, that's that's the that's the kind of I'm like I'm I'm resigning, and he just didn't didn't respond to, to, to my to my email. So there's kind of some weird blood there. But he's in charge of uh, the digital the digital arm of this new of this new monster information thing. And I've got to say, one of my great I, I, you can't call something that you won't do or regret, um, but I'm going to call it a regret anyway. One of my great regrets is that I don't have the will or the energy to just stop what I'm doing and start doing a daily news podcast from the from the daily from just reading just reading the internet. Um, yeah. Because that's just that's something that the area could use. That's something yeah. that the area does not have. I mean. God bless the God bless the uh, the the public radio station. I mean, Brian does a does a great job there, Brian Russo. Yeah. But they don't have a um, they don't have a daily podcast like Up First or whatever. I mean, they just they just horn in on on the uh, larger. And I think I think a daily podcast, an Up First kind of daily podcast, would do would do very well and um, kind of show the distance that the weekly papers have to go. One of the things that Stuart, and now I'm sorry, Stuart's in charge of the digital aspect of the new conglomerate. It's important. One of, one of his rules was that he didn't want uh, the reporters tweeting from events because he wanted people to have to get the paper to find out. Right. What was going on? Do you think he's still of that mindset or has I do uh, not think it matters. I know he's not of the mindset to pay for a reporter's Twitter $5 a month so that people can see it. So that's right. not yeah, that's not yeah. a that's not a really relevant question anymore, but it was it was weird. Um but it's gone and 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 no one will miss it. it it's what's the only thing that bothers me is the Bayside Gazette was the best looking of the papers the bayside gazette is still uh active awesome uh, is it up but it's but did it get uglified because man those guys have no design sense the 
the dispatch is just big and green and brown and chunky. Yeah, this and is pretty. This is pretty. Uh, pretty boilerplate. Yeah, they have blocks rows. now. Something on oh, there. They're they're using blocks or one of those newspaper sites, I think. Right. Um, but anyway, good luck to them both in the future. Uh, I I I I love the idea that they are forced to merge because it means that they both nearly closed, which means that eventually they, they may actually well. close. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's just that, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what kind of community journalism they're, they're doing. These are, you know, they're, they're, they're often really just focused on, you know, look at the beach then look at, look at the water, idiot, look at the water, idiot. So yeah, if, uh, if there's less of that, I mean, maybe, maybe they'll do more journalism. There's, there's no, I don't know what they're going to do. I'm glad well, and, that it and how how me. much is uh how much is the uh the good old boy network wheelings and dealings shoved to and I'm I'm totally making this up but how much is that shoved to the back of the paper or minimized oh, or, no it's, it's like, ignored I mean I well one wonders because you know the 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 hotel industry was was had been has been propping up Ocean City today since I worked there yeah. so the fact that they're not able or willing to continue to prop up this uh, newspaper makes one wonder whether they'll continue yeah. to get good press or not. I, I, yeah. I, it's, it's, it's an interesting question. You know, there were, Maybe. there was, there was never any bad press, you know, even when I was, even when I was there, the only yeah. bad press was on this podcast. <laughs> well, and, and I remember people saying that you're never going to hear about, the bad press and anything that might happen downtown with, you know, um, with, with incidences because uh, people from outside the area do check that and, you know, don't want to get the wrong impression that, you know, they, they might get a knife pulled on them at the, on, on the boardwalk after midnight, right. you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, there, there's a lot of that. So uh, good luck to both of them. I hope they do very well. If you're looking for a podcast host, I'm available. <laughs> I think that How was easy. probably the nicest the nicest segment you could have possibly done in, <laughs> on that. Well, and 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 how how nuts would it be though to just really get up every morning and and you know read the read the headlines and say this is the podcast. Good luck. Have a great day. Yeah, it's um, probably it probably would be pretty viable, right? Yeah, the every day the temptation. The temptation is looming there, but I have, I have too much to do. I've got two books coming out. I've got my day job. I'm certainly not going to quit my day job in hopes that people on the Delmarva Peninsula decide that they're going to start paying for news for a change. Right. right. Uh, and that's, and that's the thing. These are, these are free weeklies. They are advertiser based advertiser driven. And mm. that is the difference between them and, you know, quote real papers. Right. Um, oh, wait. And the other story in the news today, uh, Russia was disqualified from the last Olympics, the 20, I guess, 22 Winter Olympics. The 2022. Okay. Right. Yeah. Because it's summer this year. Right. Yeah. So, so apparently there was cheating and apparently the U.S. now was the winner of the gold in the 2022 Winter Olympics. Because uh, and I'm sorry, the gold in 
team figure skating. And now I'm going to see if I can do this for those of you who watch, see if I can share my screen. Um, oh, I can't. Safari. Can I not, can I not share Safari? Uh, oh, well. Uh, let me see if I can drag them over here. I have, I had all my headlines pulled up, which is why. And this is, this is the first headline that I wanted to share uh, from this year. Um, this week, a hundred years ago, I couldn't do, I couldn't do today a hundred years ago because it was pretty boring. Although I am writing a story about it that will be out tomorrow or the next day. Um, I'm going to start writing a blog about all of the research that I do for this show. But first of all, I think I have it. Here is the first headline from the paper. U.S. takes fourth place in Olympics. Uh, Austria defeats fancy skating contestants from this country. And so the Winter Olympics was in France in 2024. And the U.S. lost. But um, it's, 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 it's the same thing. But they were called, it was called fancy skating before it was called. Fancy skating. Fancy right. skating was, was, was what they used to call it. And I thought that that was... Just, just worth bringing up more, more than anything else. Yeah, uh, and also something worth bringing up. And this is a kind of thing where, if I had a, a daily, a daily news podcast, I would have, I would have brought this out because I don't know if anybody noticed it, but the most recent, um, the Preston Volunteer Fire Department is a hundred years old this year. Oh, how about it? Congratulations. Congratulations to, to the press. And uh, this is this is from the meeting where they decided to have uh, a fire department. And um, they and they've had one ever since. I've always been. You know me, I'm Mr. Popular. I've always been very suspicious about volunteer fire departments <laughs> and their and their makeup. Yeah. And and one wonders how many, you know, clan organizations close before the it's just yeah. it's just it seems oddly timed and and awfully, awfully, awfully um segregated. Yeah. But here's the murder mystery. So I, I guess I should have I should have told you in the beginning there is a murder mystery. Uh once upon a time. And I'm gonna I wanna share this, I wanna share this the stories with you as, as I found them in my research, because I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um, there's a typo here. It says finding ought shoe may solve mystery should be finding of shoe may solve mystery. So they mm -hmm. found a skeleton at the foot of a mountain, a hill, uh, the, the never sink. It's called the never sink mountain. It's, you know, it's like an Englishman went up the mountain, came down a, a hill or whatever. Um, the Neversink Mountain is one of two mountains. The other one's Penn, um, on either side of Reading, Pennsylvania, that causes the valley that Reading lives in. And they found this this woman at the bottom, this this skeleton at the bottom of this hill. It had been murdered. It had belonged to a person. When the person was murdered, it became a skeleton. And they found a shoe among other things. 
And the shoe was from the J.F. Pollock shoe dealer in Asheville, North Carolina. Ah. And, and so they reached out to J.F. Pollock in Asheville, North Carolina, and he came up and he said, that is absolutely my shoe. Um, and I, I remember who I sold it to. Him submitting to the crime. No. Being at the scene. No, because he had a he. They actually they mailed it to him. Is that is 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 how is how it came down? Um, but it's so. I'm sorry, just for distance sake, it's it's a six hour nineteen. I'm sorry, it's a six hour twenty twenty three drive. Um, six hour twenty twenty four drive. So there's no one telling how long it took in nineteen twenty three to get from Asheville. Probably a day and a half, maybe two days. Right. Um, People probably took the train. So there, all of a sudden, so now a woman had gone missing in January and there was no, I'm sorry, in January of 2020, in January of 1923, Mm -hmm. um, a woman named Marie Lance went missing in Asheville and nobody cared. But when they found this shoe, everybody's like, hey, didn't that Marie Lance lady go missing? And so then they started reporting on it. And they reported that she had left in bad un, over under bad terms with her family because after her father died, there was some confusion about the will and who got his who got his yeah. stuff, who got his um, hardware store. So the rumor is, and now they are just printing rumors. The rumor is that she left, and I love this part. The rumor is that she left with uh, C.D. Lafferty or Clarence D. Lafferty. He's also called uh, who owned a dance hall in in Asheville and left the same day. Now, in every newspaper article, it says you may have heard rumors that she left with C.D. Lafferty, but people say those rumors are false. And they they keep saying it, though. They're, They're like instead of instead of just saying those rumors are false or ignoring them altogether. They're like, right. there is a rumor that she left with C.D. Lafferty, but she probably didn't. Those rumors of, you know, but her friend said he probably. So they're doing this for weeks and weeks and weeks until they discover that this woman has been, you know, has been has been murdered and the body is found. And here's a picture of her with her mother um, that she was just a, a, a nice young girl. So I found another, another photo of a different woman in my, in my research who, um, whose nose wasn't quite as wide. So it was a, a, a different person, but this is, this is Marie, uh, again, links in the show notes. You'll, you'll be able to see this is, this is Marie who fled Asheville and somehow died in Reading, Pennsylvania, bashed over the head in the skill in the in in and dumped in Reading, Pennsylvania. And then they confirm the death here with another big headline. By the way, this is the same week that President Wilson died. And so the 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 top headlines are all about Wilson's getting sick. Oh he's really sick. Oh my God he's dying. And then oh, this is God. this is after that. But this is the the headline never sink tragedy victim is identified. Dealer recognizes shoes as pair he sold to the missing girl in Nashville and in, in Asheville, North Carolina. And so no one knows why she went to Reading and no one knows, you know, who killed her or why. Um, and then the story just kind of faded from the papers. And I looked and I looked and there wasn't wasn't anything else until April. 
there was one last piece of breaking news, and this is it. Marie Lance, missing girl, is alive in Texas now. Postcard what? message received here says. <laughs> oh, man. So how's that? The real question is, was, was Clarence with, uh, <laughs> with I Marie? can't find. Yes, yeah, A, where is Clarence? But more, more, more important even than where is Clarence? Who's who's the dead girl wearing her shoes? <laughs> it was an all an elaborate ploy to uh, send people on a uh, on a red herring, right? Well, uh, possibly, but I I've done I've done more more research since that I didn't have any pictures to show you from, and the people in Reading are still investigating. They're like, all right, it could be this lady. It could be they have like a list of people it could be and how it could be these these people. So it is one of these kind of. I mean, it's going to remain an unsolved mystery. And yeah, whoever killed her, whoever was strong enough to kill a woman in 1923 is no longer alive right now. I yeah. mean, you know, she'd be 140. So, you know, <laughs> uh, but that, yeah, so that was that was the murder mystery that down my rabbit hole that I started on the Daily Times site and it took me off to the Nashville paper. But there honestly was very little besides the besides Preston's fire department fire hall there wasn't any other news this week worth repeating and well, um, here, here's to here's to preston going another 100 years volunteering yes god bless preston and their volunteers um but that'll bring us all right up to the end i've got nothing left anyway how about you i got nothing all right well remember until next time at the beach it's happy hour whenever you say it is